It's not match. It's not match of the day. It's not, match of the day is over twenty minutes money. tonight. It must be it must be a Liverpool supporter that's doing uh, the edit and all that. Just we could get a job out of this. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh my, that would be a good crack. I know nothing about football either, so don't well, worry. You don't know whiskey either, so it <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem to stop you. So you're all right. I know. <laughs> who, who, who's this above me this week? This is Michelle and Gareth from McAllister's Clan Cola, the guys who very generously last week provided us with samples. And because I hosted you, I've got a couple for me tonight. And uh, we're going to talk about this one because this, 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 this was very well received. Very well received. Michelle, Gareth, how are you guys? Are you well? We're good. good. Very good. good. Thank you. Thanks for good. having us on. Oh, thank you for coming, and thank you very much for the samples. I know loads of people really loved them last week, um, and we will we will be talking about the mystery one. Mystery. Okay. Yeah, okay. and uh, I don't know whether you're going to tell us exactly what's in it, but I I promise I I told everybody I I know I know nothing about what was in it or no idea. No, so we'll no get clue. we'll get to find out whether we you're right close. You're close. Close, but no cigar. No. Cigar. <laughs> <laughs> just just just. The, <laughs> Justin had a fairly insightful view on it, didn't you, Justin? <laughs> he said he I didn't did. like it. <laughs> I like, put him to sleep. I thought it was very distinctive. It's one of the most distinct, distinctive whiskies we've ever tried I, I, in the past I three it. years. Yes, it was. It was absolutely beautiful. Absolutely Good. beautiful. But yeah, um, now we are going to do a little bit of news, and we'll catch up with you after the news, and. Uh, <laughs> we shall not be making any more match of the day references, Justin. Okay, because um, so it's very, very controversial over here. There's lots of people going nuts. Anybody in the US doesn't know what the story is. A guy tweeted something that doesn't seem to be all that bothersome, and the BBC, because it has to be impartial, said, "Oh, you can't tweet like this." And then they all and they all, all fell out, and the whole place is going nuts talking about it. He's a football commentator. So and he used to play football, and he refused. He always constantly refused to head the ball. Do you remember? Um, so I don't know. It's just nuts. Anyway, anyway, talk to you in fifteen twenty minutes. Here we go. Bye bye, Michelle and Gar. Stay there for Later. us. Later. Ah, what a week! No, what a week! No, first story. Uh, we're going to go to Tennessee, and hi. There was a story that's been going about. Now, this isn't a revelation to anybody who knows very much about whiskey and whiskey maturation, that there is a whiskey fungus. Now, it's Bodonia compagniensis, I think that's how you pronounce it. And uh, what it does is it's a, it's a little fungus that eats ethanol out of the air. If you ever see a whiskey distillery or a whiskey maturation unit, I should say, it always looks as if it's covered in soot. So this is what this is, you know, it's actually a little fungus. Now, there was a recent lawsuit in Lincoln County, Tennessee, where Jack Daniels is. In case you don't know what Jack Daniels looks like, this is that's probably the most famous label in, in, in but, whiskey. But this is natural and harmless, Marty, isn't it? Yes, but here's the problem. Um, Brown Foreman, who, who owned um, Jack Daniels, uh, have been stopped from building. They're, they were doing some building work and it's been uh, halted because a judge on February the 24th uh, ruled that they hadn't done the right procedure. 
Now, just to put it in context, Jack Daniels has 92 warehouses and 2 million barrels of whiskey. Or, yeah, 2 million barrels of whiskey uh, are there. Now, so I thought these there's any health risks to, to the fungus, although I don't know how much... Um, I don't know how much research has ever been done on this, but you know, there's not, um, it's thought to be not uh, toxic in any way. Now, Christy and Patrick Long, who own the, the manor at Shea Joe, spend $10,000 a year cleaning up their, their venue. Now, again, you have Hang to. Hang on a minute here. Jack Daniels, that's small change. Then they can afford to fix that, no problem. Well, the thing about it is uh, they're not paying for it. It's actually these guys here that are paying for the to clean up their venue. Now, if you think about it, they live near Jack Daniels, which big tourist resort, big tourist attraction, I should say. So they probably benefit from it. So there's obviously a, a sort of balancing act here. But they've said that they're building one uh, just, they're building 20 new warehouses just within a mile of their property. Which will increase the, the 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 problem with it. So yeah, um, do you remember uh, West Cork had a problem with this? They wanted to build a maturation unit in the countryside, and people kicked up and that got stopped because they said there was going to be too much traffic. Um, you can't build these in residential areas. And obviously, you can't build these in um, in uh, outside, too far outside the country because you need access for fire brigades and so on. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bit odd, a bit odd. But um, I see the Whiskey Novice or Jim saying that uh, Blair Athol, Blair Athol has a, a, a massive amount of it. And they don't actually have a lot of, an awful lot of whiskey in stock. But, yeah, if you ever get a Blair Athol, beautiful distillery, and in part, it's highlighted because everything's all covered in this black suit. Is that the environment it. around Barathol is conducive to the fungus growing, or is it just because they've been around for a long time? The, the fungus is everywhere. The fungus is everywhere. And it, if you have uh, casks, the angel's share coming off it, the fungus eats it, eats alcohol. So, yeah, that's what it does. Um, yeah, so there you go. So that's... <laughs> They are pretty. They are pretty close to it. If you look at that map, they're very close to it indeed. If you pull the map up, you see where the warehouses are, and they're building another twenty beside near them. So you can understand what their concern um, about the whole thing. So yeah, it's one of those things. It's an environmental problem that really shouldn't be that much of a problem. Um, shouldn't be that. Shouldn't be that much of a problem if there's a bit more. Um, thought put into it. Brown Foreman, you're not short of any money. This is a wee company that does weddings and um, whatnot, so it'd be nice to see them actually just getting this sort of out, you know? Aye. Shall I do it, or shall you do it? You want to, don't you? I can't I can't whistle the theme to Remington State. We're going to get banned again. Every time we do any music, Zuckerberg bans us. Anyway, um, Pierce Brosnan has been out and about round round the country, and uh, he was in Ballymena. Then he went to Carrick Fergus. Was he? Uh, Did I so miss him in Carrick Fergus? Did I? So surprisingly enough. He needed a drink. <laughs> he, went, he went to Carrick <laughs> Fergus and decided he needed, he needed to get pissed to, 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 solve, 
calm his soul. So he popped out to our friends down at the Crawley Distillery down in Donegal. Oh, very nice. Um, now, if you go on, if you go on to their website, it shows him labelling up his own bottle because they do a, a a bottle labelling thing down there. So he does up his bottle and he went down to pay them a visit there. We have to get down and see these guys. We have to get pop red down at some point. And go and see I don't them. know when, like, uh, well. I, I don't I have no idea when because I'm getting busy and busier. But uh, yeah, um, but it's that nice that he popped down in there. Nice. Yes, looking well, looking well he is indeed. He is looking well. He's looking pretty. Let's be honest, he was, he was starting from a fairly high place anyway, Justin, you know. I know, I know. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. I know, guy. Remington Steel, James Bond, you name it, there you go. <laughs> now, we're going to go crowdfunding. I, th- I saw a couple of things. One, One's quite good and the other one's, well, I'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. If you go to Nick Nian, um, Nick Nian, a uh, cool little distillery in Scotland, um, and they're hoping to raise money for, uh, Justin just brings up the page, they're hoping to raise money. Now, they've raised £3,540 already. And they are wanting to raise money for Client Earth, which is a charity um, that wants to use legal means to um, stop a, uh, pollution and, and influence climate change, or, you know, um, environmental issues, the best way of putting it. Uh, there's also money going to go to the victims of the earthquake in Turkey and Syria and some money for the Morven Community Trust down in Oban. Now, if you wish to donate, you basically, it's basically a lottery is what it is. Uh, and you have a chance to win um, some new release uh, bottles from the little distillery. Now, it's a very sort of boutique distillery and they try to be as environmentally friendly as possible so uh, a nice little cause um so yeah um nice thing to be doing they're doing they're doing rather well with their fundraising yeah. marty aren't they yeah good on them, good on them. um yeah and not everybody nice. is now <laughs> let's skip along shall we to the next crowdfunder this is a guy uh who wants to find uh, the whiskey community now the aim of this project is to unite whiskey lovers globally and grow a community in which whiskey lovers can communicate and collaborate. Um, Isn't that what we do? I but hang on, hang on, we'll get that in a wee second. This he wants to raise money to build a website, market products, create an interactive platform, host events, centralization of information, and facilitate uh, facilities for custom whiskey themed projects to be made a reality. Now he, he's wanting to raise five grand. And you can buy 15, 30, 50 pound, and 150. Now, um, if someone wants to give me 150 pound, I will quite gladly sell them, uh, give you Justin. Uh, for 300 pound, I'll take them back. Um, for what was, it, what, was the, what was the other bits? Uh, for, fi- for 50 pound, uh, I'll sell you a pair of uh, Justin's Versace Y fronts. Um, for 30 pound, there's about to be some crap line about here. I can send it over to you, and 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 for number for for a tenner, I'll send you a miniature of proper twelve, and we can raise fast fortunes, and and I don't know the Gary Lineker appeal fund. <laughs> no, that's right. Gary, Gary makes quite enough money. It doesn't need an awful lot of money, Gary. Um, no. But yeah, uh, so he's not having a huge amount of success. This guy, um, this guy right. has raised the grand total of bugger all. Um, he's looking at five grand. So if anybody's wanting, he's giving away stuff. <laughs> stuff. 
if you give him 150 quid, he's going to give you two glasses, a Glen Kieran cap, a T-shirt, doesn't specify what it is, um, access to a Telegram channel, and uh, a private WhatsApp group. So what more could you ask for for £150? <laughs> All right. Good luck. Best of luck with that, son. Here, Best of luck. if you like what we do, buy us a coffee. <laughs> if you like what we don't forget, I'm only, I'm only joking, by the way, you don't get Justin. You can send 150 quid, and I promise you won't be inflicted with Justin. Only I have to, only, only I have to suffer that. Oh, boy. Uh, now, um, the, the, what you might call it, the budget's coming up soon. And, now, there's a bit of a, they, it's reckoned that the Chancellor Jeremy Hunt is uh, going to push up alcohol. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, and it's been suggested that he might put it up in line with inflation, which, according to various reports, is either running about 9% or 13%. But we'll, we'll say 10 for easy counting. 10% increase in, in the tax. Now, uh, Mark Kent, chief executive of the Scottish Whiskey Association, said that Scotch is already the most taxed alcoholic drink in the UK. A double-digit tax increase, which distillers face without action from the Chancellor, will put further pressure on an industry already weighed down by increased legislation, like the deposit return scheme, high inflation, and rising costs. Now, if you don't know about the deposit return scheme, there's lots of information about it. Uh, it seems to be it's a it works perfectly a in Germany in places like that, but the yeah, but this, get it this off is the a ground here, I know. Yeah, unless it's, I mean, it's a thing in Scotland and the drinks industry and so on are like this is this is going to be a huge burden to them, anyway. Um, Graham Littlejohn, who's the spokesman for the Scotch Whiskey Association, uh, posted a few things on Twitter where he highlights that, um. Whiskey taxes, the highest tax burden in the G7, 98% of distillers are locked out of uh, tax breaks that the pubs get. Uh, spirits only category are shut out of the energy bill relief scheme. Uh, just, you know, it, there doesn't seem to be these problems when it's the French wine industry, the Californian wine industry. Well, it seems to be you know, that it's a big industry and they just are milking it for everything they can get out of it. That's what I think. It seems to be, you know, I mean, it's not... I can understand, okay, you pay tax as a luxury product and all that and so on and so forth, and they have to pay for all the money they spend at COVID. But, I mean, why make an industry that's a huge employer, mainly in rural areas too, that generates vast taxes and also exports, et cetera, et cetera, why make it so difficult for them? Why is this even a threat that you're going to put, you know, 10% sort of minimum Increase in taxes on it, and yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I great, but there's this idea that if you tax stuff that it to discourage that discourages people, what it always does is it encourages illegality. You know, people start smuggling stuff in. Look at what happened with tobacco. Okay, most people, a lot of people, stopped smoking, um, really because of much better educated and it's not as socially acceptable. Uh, and most people don't want their kids smoking. One of the reasons I stopped, I was in, I was smoking thirty a day when I was I was uh, actually a smoker. Um, but yeah, and, and but when it got beyond a certain point that I could afford to buy to buy go out of the shops, I just bought it off the the, the, the guy out of the the garage. He was he was selling it, he smuggled it in. Um, 
So, I mean, it, just this counterproductive. This is over it's 17 years ago, so it's beyond the statute of limitations. <laughs> I, I don't mind telling you where I bought it. I don't give a shit. I do well, though. No, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't drop them on it. But yeah, I mean, it's just us all it does. Taxation, if it gets beyond a certain point, just promotes illegality, and that's it. You know? uh, Bad move, but did it cost the wee one her job? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, who knows? Nicola, Nicola's away, or she's going. Um, uh, to be fair, I, I, one thing I do like about Nicola Sturgeon is she's a very effective politician. I agree at the beer, and she's she's stateswomanly, like which there's very very few people in politics, certainly in Britain, who who sort of have any gravitas. And I, I for that, I, I do like it. So is Hitler. Ah, well, that's that's a good point. Um, but that costs controversial. Let it go, let it go when you need him. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> now this week, so International Women's Day, uh, and loads of the distilleries uh, brought out, uh, celebrated their uh, women who work there, women who own it, women who founded it, women who did all of that, and it was it was nice to see. Um, I put together, there, there was loads of them, so I do apologise that we didn't put a whole host, but um, we have the, the, the magnificent Helen Mulholland at Loch Gal, um, one of the best people in, on, on the planet, she really is. And I just want to skip through, Justin, I'm not going to go through, there's just the, the Bent Distilling Company, and just go on through them all. I don't want to seem trivialising them because it's just there were so many that I just picked. We're on it. Tom, the Institute the, of Brewing is Institute. Yep. Yep. Um, Amrit over in India uh, celebrating there the women that work in the India. These are uh, just uh, the White Peak. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up it's from the Holyrood Distillery up in Edinburgh. Uh, Cotswolds over in England. So I try to be a sort of Cover as many as possible. Whiskey Del Back. Uh, they were they were founded by um, uh, a woman. Woman, as far as I remember, uh, Boan down there shows you the the, the, the Coonies down there along with the doggy. Um, Caden Heads. They celebrated uh, the woman mainly who, who do blending and stuff for them as well. Again, Free Ranch. Uh, Iron, Iron Root. Root. Yeah. The Blackwater. Uh, the lovely guys down at the Blackwater down in Waterford. Powers Court. Uh, the festival we're going over to in a couple of weeks' time. We're talking, we're talking, we're talking to Serena next week. Well, oh, ho- I think we hopefully are. we're talking to Serena next week and we'll get chat to her. Um, oh. oh, hang on. Go back, go back. Can't, can't skip past Moira. Uh, our, our good friends down at Sleeve League. And then, last but not least, is the, the rather wonderful Fiona down at Short Cross. Now, I know I could have put in Sarah from McConnell's and Lauren from Dun, or from Bushmills and, and the girls down at Dunville's and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it was just nice to see them. I, there's a video. Um, I've told Justin just to put the link in. It's about McCallan. Obviously, McCallan are making vast fortunes of money. But there's a video... Uh, about uh, Nettie Harbison, uh, who took over McCallum back in the 1920s. And it's about seven and a half minutes long. It's like an episode of Downton Abbey. Um, so we're not going to play it, but it's there if you want to hook up to it. And it's, There's it's, the link. It's, 
it's uh, it's nice and it's very well done. Surprisingly enough, you know, McCallum probably hired Steven Spielberg to do direct, you know, I'm kind of money to it these days. But yeah, um, but it's nice to see the, the women in the whole industry being highlighted. Because the the I love so much about the whiskey industry. The one thing that always pisses me off, and thankfully you don't get to see it very often these days, is the macho wanker. Do you know the guy who I'm a whiskey drinker? What would a woman know about whiskey? Uh, you know, and you get them all. You used to get more and more of them all the time years ago. Thankfully, most of them are fucked off out of the place. But yeah, they just annoy the hell out of me. Um, so nice to see all the women being highlighted. And I thought, I do apologise if anybody was left out. Michelle, who's coming on, don't worry, you're getting a plug tonight. But yeah, there's just there were so many posts. I thought it was just a nice sort of. Um, and we do have a special woman in whiskey, which is about three years old now. And up here, over here, at the end of the show, when you go to watch it on YouTube, it will appear. So you'll be able to watch it. So I uh, remember we're we're on YouTube, we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on DLive, uh, we're on Twitch, we're on Telegram, we're on uh, Twitter. And we're going to be on other platforms too, but they haven't given us access yet because Instagram's bringing Instagram Live back. And so is TikTok. <laughs> and a friend of mine's got over a million views on TikTok in like a week. So uh, you never know. Aye, aye, aye. It's because the communists must want them. The Chinese government want Ch them for something. They, 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 they probably want them. So we have one more story. We have one more story. We have one more quick story because this week's Cheltenham week. And I, ha I have to say this. Um, I have to put this up the craft irish whiskey company um i, I know i know a little bit controversial there's people always tell me bits and pieces I, I i don't know anyway they are sponsoring um the the words for the words for the owner trainer jockey and the Presbury cup which is the the cup for who has the most winners either england or ireland which is always a big contention uh now I've always said, I always tell American tourists whenever they come over, the unofficial sport, the official sport of Ireland, the official sport of Ireland is actually handball, as far as I'm aware. Um, but the, the unofficial sport of Ireland's horse racing. Uh, horse racing's huge industry. The pubs will be packed. The civil service up around my part of the world, there's, you'll get nothing done in the civil service this week because they'll all be in the pub watching uh, uh, Cheltenham. Um it's huge. It's a huge thing. And the fact that an Irish whiskey um, company, if you like, is, is sponsoring, it's a huge deal. And that's not the first time they've done it. So, yeah, it's um, the Presbury Cup, Ireland versus England. Um, England, after today's performance in the rugby, <coughs> what's <laughs> the fair way of it? Um, they got absolutely hammered 53-10. It was... Uh, it was they went out and went out in sympathy with Gary Lineker <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and Bowler showing up. So yes, that's the week in whiskey. And uh, do, don't uh, don't forget to let us know what you think. There, there's an Irishism. A couple of people I know go to Spain every year to watch Cheltenham. <laughs> I I I don't I don't loads of people who go every yes. year. Yes, um, and then of course whiskey years. novice. He loves handball. Can't get enough uh, lycra. Oh yes. my handball! Yes. <laughs> but I think it is the official official. Um, a sport of Ireland. It's a bit like the, the national colour of Ireland is St. Patrick Blue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so that, that is the news this week. Now, 
Did we? Did we, we do everything? We did everything. We did. We, we did, did everything. We, we did, did everything. everything. And uh, everything and more, Justin. Everything and more. Don't forget the offer still stands. <clears throat> if you wish to save me one hundred fifty pound, I will ship you, Justin. You can have the lend of him for seven or eight years. <laughs> so it's time for Michelle and Gareth. Michelle and Gareth McAllister from the Hashgrid Distillery. Uh, how are we guys? Are we all right? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Huh, we rushed through, we're running through the news there fairly quick. We've got, always got quite a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, but so do you guys. Exciting yeah. times. Bit of gutted though that we weren't on the women's inter- international. I knew you were coming on, Michelle, so that's why I didn't. That's why I specifically left you. You're oh, going to get the bulk of the show okay. to compensate for it. Perfect. But yeah, it was nice that all of the story. Rassi Distillery. Rassi Distillery actually done a really nice thing. I want to say that. Um, what they've done is the longest serving woman at Distillery will pick out a cask every year on International Women's Day. They'll bottle it next the following year. And call it Rassy Lassies. Oh, so, oh that's yeah, nice. So, nice of them. Good on them. Yeah. Good on them. Well, a shout out to all the women. We have a very female led team. So, shout out to all our fantastic yeah, team. They're, they're amazing, all the women there. And, you know, it's funny that you were saying there a minute ago about the, um, you know, the, how do I put this nicely? The men in the whiskey business, you know, it's getting a bit better. I, I would beg to differ on that a lot of the time. If Gareth and myself are, are anywhere together, they will always address Gareth first. Yeah, yeah. except you two. You, yeah, you, you can thank you for yeah, that. You <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, 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 there's nothing annoys me more. Nothing yeah. annoys me more than the patronising prick. You, yeah. know, they, you, you, you know who they are. Yeah. Uh, and they pop up all the time. And yeah. it's, uh, I mean, it's know, definitely, it's, definitely getting better, but it's still yeah. there, you know, so yeah. you can put out a wee bit, especially as, as your um, slideshow there, there is a lot more women in the Loads of them. now, so. And, uh, 30, I mean, whenever, whenever you see ago, the, sorry, whenever you see the Institute of Brewers and Distillers posting up just the positions that the women are holding yeah. in the Institute, yeah. you know, I mean, these are people with a, a, a contribution and a voice yeah. in the industry not the the outside you know Absolutely. guys yeah. like us yeah. so you know they, they they should have the respect and recognition that is deserving of yeah. the whole thing anyway, yeah. anyway. It, it's it's a funny it's a funny thing but even women mm. do that themselves i used yeah. to work 30 years ago in uh, a travel agency which was mostly women and i was the only man worked in it and uh you know sales reps women included used to come in and start talking to me i mean i was only like Half the age I am now, and yeah. they would talk. Forty-five, he was. He was they, forty-five. Then. <laughs> they would talk to me for twenty minutes, uh, you know, and then, and then I was, and they would say, "Do you think you could stock that or do that?" And I would go, "Well, you need to talk to the boss there. She's been the boss here for about thirty years, you know." Yeah. And yeah. you know, what do you do? It's it's not a it's not a good opener, but uh, no, yeah, it's just not. one of those things. I thought you were going to say, Justin, they talked to you for 20 minutes and then realised you were absolutely mental. (laughs) 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 No, Uh, we probably probably discovered that after two. Now, (laughs) let's get back to Tony Carr and Michelle about about what is going on down at Hashgrit and how you're doing and the plans. Now, I'm going to ask the question, what's your background? Is your background in spirits and drink or... Where do you guys come from? Probably since we were 18, we've been involved in spirits, yeah. Um, 
our backgrounds were i'm a chemical engineer and a, and a, and a distiller as well um but my background has all been process and chemical industry but yeah the enthusiast i'm passionate about whiskey for as long as well, all my life yeah <laughs> um so um we were living out in asia in hong kong and we saw the huge opportunity out in asia in particular for for good irish spirits you know whiskey yeah. gin and um you know, our careers kind of came to an end of a chapter well, six years ago. And um, we decided to, well, why don't we do something together? Michelle's passion is gin, mine is whiskey. Why don't we do something together, um, create a family business and, and see where it takes us. So here we are five, six years later. <laughs> yeah. We're still together. We're still so together. <laughs> um, it's been, um, yeah. but that, 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 that's, I mean, how it started, that's really. how it started. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they, that, that, you say that, you're seems, chemical. that seems to be the experience of a lot of people that work in Asia or Africa and decide to come back to Ireland and start distilleries. Because there's there's more than one distillery that we have talked to over the years that, yeah. that has, I think even Sleeve Lake did that as well, didn't they? Yeah. 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 Um, they, they were actually also in Hong Kong too. We were in Hong Kong as well. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what it is. But there, I mean, when you're over there in Asia, Hong Kong, Shanghai, we got, I just got so sick and tired of being offered scotch no, no disrespect i enjoy a lot of scotch whiskey and sometimes they'd call it an irish scotch which really really annoyed me it was very hard to get <laughs> spirit over there so yeah. and it is the fastest growing you know region for for brown liquors in particular whiskey so yeah. and from a business point of view it, it made sense, sense. there's a good opportunity there um so that, that's how it started now you came you came back home i assume and did you jump straight into the, 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 the whiskey or was there a transition period where you were debating what you were going to do? Yeah. The, straight in. <laughs> so, yeah, phase one was always, we were actually going to stay out in Hong Kong. Um, and phase one was to launch our brands in Asia, you know, from Hong Kong. And, we, and then phase two was going to be a distillery, you know, years later. Um, COVID came along and all our plans for launching out in Asia got, got shut down. Um, I actually was back in Ireland for a week business and I got stuck in the first lockdown. Couldn't get out of Ireland. I Michelle, was still in Hong she Kong. was still in mm. Hong Kong. Um, wow, that would have been rough. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> eventually, Michelle got home a few months later. And, um, you know, phase one, the other plan of launching the brands, everything just got shelved and it didn't make sense. So we started working on phase two, which was the distillery and the, the designing, the planning. Everything around the distillery became our lockdown project. Yeah, so, people started okay. during lockdown making bread and cooking biscuits. And we were doing a distillery. Mm. <laughs> did did you not make any banana bread at all? Either of the two, you know? <laughs> it tasted it ate a lot of banana bread, but it was never made. Joe, Joe Wick and all that kind of stuff. No. <laughs> so right, so talk us through the timeline. You come home, you decide yeah. right, we're going to do the plan. Right, because of what's happened, yeah, we're going to do the distillery plans first but you need to get your brand out you've got your i mean obviously your distilleries i i, I assume probably a year away or near enough you know months oh, away it's it's weeks away now where we're weeks away we're yeah. Really yeah yeah where we're, we're distilling the gin in the hasker right now but the whiskey be probably in end of april may the whiskey oh wow i thought i thought it was a f further away i thought oh, it was further nearly away. finished you need to come and visit us nearly nearly finished we do we have to get down um <laughs> now you, obviously, you have uh, your your brand out, so you must have had a period of time where, you, where the distillery is being built. Mm. 
you had to concentrate on getting your brand and product to market yeah. and, and your and your sourced spirit yes yeah. i am quite happily drinking as we speak thank yeah. you very much um so the, the process of that um how, how did you how did you start on that or where did you go to, to start that even well we had kind of been doing a lot of that while we were in hong kong um i was um I suppose making the the gin uh, recipe that took me two years to finally get it right, and I had been doing that while we were still living in Hong Kong, um, so that had kind of been always in the background. You know, we were mm-hmm. always playing around with different. Uh, with we had bought a lot of source whiskey before we came back, so that had always been there in the yeah. background while we were still working in Hong Kong. A lot of the market okay. research, a lot of the branding, um, was done while we were out in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So all that groundwork, and like there was, there's two, three years of just groundwork yeah. before you could launch anything. Anyway, yeah. all that yeah. was done from from Hong Kong. Yeah, but you know, it, it was meant to be a phase one, phase two. But basically, the <laughs> summer, summer 2021, phase one and phase two came together. Everybody, yeah. Everything got launched, including the the groundbreaking for the distillery, and um, it's been like a very busy. Because we had seen the distillery online while we were over in Hong Kong. Um, We had kind of, I had been looking on the internet for, uh, we definitely always wanted an old building. We never wanted to just build something in a field somewhere. It was always in our ethos to be eco-friendly and do a a repurposed no building. And sure, look, in Ireland, there's so many beautiful. (laughs) There's no shortage of them in Ireland, to be fair. So I had contacted the guy that had originally owned the old mill here in Alaska, uh-huh. and we kind of went back and forth for a while. And then Sherlock life took over. Our son was been doing his last exams in school and whatever. And then we came back here um, for business sometime. And and this would have been 20, about 2018, nine months after. Yeah. And um, Gareth said, let's go and try and find that wee village called Ahaskra. We'd like, never heard of Ahaskra before. No. It was the old mill that brought us there. And so. we were like, I like, I don't know if we can find it. Well, but we did. <laughs> so uh, you're, not from, you're not from the area at all? You're not, you have no connections to go. You can probably tell from our accent, we're from Dublin, North Dublin. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, right. Yeah. But oh, well, at least, at, least, at least you managed to get out of Dublin. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> We've been living all around the world. We haven't yeah. lived much in Dublin. No. But, uh, I've got to say, if you're in Hong Kong, at least the houses would be a bit cheaper than they are in Dublin. Yeah, well, it wouldn't, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> but when we saw the mill, we were like, that's it. That's, it looks beautiful. that's exactly really where does. we need to be. And that, it was the mill that, that, that called us, really. And that'll be the brand home. And, yeah, and, yeah. and we live here now. We're actually we're, calling in from our kitchen here in Haskra. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Now, the, 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 the source spirit, you have a number of, of bottles out now. Yeah. Um, from the, the 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 entry blend um, all the way up to to I mean premium stuff. Are you are you because you have a range now? Yeah. Are you going to be project yourself as more of the premium um, end of the market, or do you see yourself having a, a always having that selection of you know your forty yeah. euro forty pound bottle all the way up to yeah. three hundred pound bottles? Yeah. Is that where you want to be? We we want something on the shelves for everybody you know from price positioning point of view right through to you know superb packaging for gifting um, which is mm. very very important out in asia um so yeah full range on top shelf is what we we, we want and we're, we're getting close to having now yeah 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think you sort of have do, 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 do all the all the sectors all the way up. Uh, just interesting, you mentioned Asia, obviously, with your connection there. When you see, do you see the guys over there being? Do you, I'm trying. I'm trying to sort of articulate this. Put it into where you design it more for that market because you know it and you know that uh, the guys over there, yeah, lots of lots of very wealthy guys over there. Let's be honest. Um, do you see yourself sort of projecting towards that? Yeah, yeah. That was a, that's that's been our goal is um, to go east. You know, to that that was our. I mean, when you look at the bottles and that, especially the gin bottle here, it's very very much designed um, on an Asia um, with Asia in mind. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's 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 the direction we would like um, to go. And um, with whiskey. It's all about age statement out there. And well, if you take China, you know Hong Kong, Taiwan, Japan, it's um, it's a very gifting um, kind of segment we're focusing on. So packaging yeah. has to be excellent, very very premium, and yeah, an age statement G- G- and a single malt would help. You know, G- G- Gareth, <laughs> why are then some of the big brands forgoing proper packaging, uh, even for premium products? Is it because they they, they, they don't have marketers that know that that's what the Asian market demands or are they that overwhelmed with uh, the environment that they, 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 they've decided to forgo the packaging? Um, the, yeah. Um, I think the big, because we're small, um, we are obviously segmenting our market and like we're particularly going after, you know, that, that gifting segment. Um, maybe the larger... You know, companies go after large, different types of segments, and they need something that's you know broad that will carry all that. But if you take, say, our our aged Clan Color nineteen twenty year old single malts, um, the gift packaging has to be very, very good for that and um, yeah. get on the shelf. But um, well, we hope also our younger brand, our Oosh brand, will will do well out there as well. Um, yeah. I think, though, for you know, having lived out in Asia as well, they're a very specific market. I mean, there's a lot of things that you know you can't use certain colors over there. Um, you can't have like they're very particular. They like to have an animal um, on the bottle or some sort of symbol like that. So they're, yeah, they're they're quite funny like that, which is unless you've been there and know it. Yeah, like, I'm, 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 just whenever you say that, I'm just thinking: is this uh, the the bird? Yeah. Is that the, the, what? Is that? I, I assume that's part of the ethos. And what what's that represent? Yeah. Well, that, that that's a golden eagle. Um, if you look at the McAllister family crest, and our bird of prey is the golden eagle, but it kind of looks like um, a crucified golden eagle, like that. And if you look at it from afar, it actually looks like the Teelings logo. So we had a conversation with John and, you know, uh, basically they'd sue us if, if, <laughs> if, if, if we used our logo. So we had to get someone to, um, we got someone, to, an, an illustrator to kind of make it more contemporary. So that's our contemporary modern look of our, of our, go, of our family crest. Yeah. I think it looks, I think it looks really sharp. I think it looks really uh, just very clean yeah. uh, and, and very, very nice for it. I mean, it's, it's very bird-like and suggestive. So yeah. I, no, I think I think it looks really, really cool. Thank you. Um, yeah. Um, Linda Cox has just asked. Canadians are always asked this. They're desperate for good whiskey in Canada. Because they're, they're used to Crown Royal Peach. 
say? Yeah, we're actually we um we're I think of two distributors yeah. now in Canada. Um, Sean, who's our head of sales and um, guy, is actually out there in New York at a couple of whiskey festivals this week, and there's it next week. Yeah, he's off to Canada, the, to Ottawa. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're beginning to really push, um, you know, with our brands Canada. in Canada yeah. now. Yeah. Excellent, hey, Linda. Look out we for have us. You. You're all right. Look out for us. Don't, don't let us down, Linda. You've asked the question. If you see it now, you have to buy bottles. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the day, Linda. That's the day, yeah. love. Um, now, um, you sent out the, 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 the measures last week, the, 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 the samples, mm -hmm. and you, they're very different. They're very, there's not like a, I wouldn't say there's necessarily a sort of signature style. They're very, yeah. very different in, in flavor and taste. Um, is that, I mean, is that, by design or yeah. accident, uh, it's, you know, is that something you've set out to? I want that yeah. kind of flavor, and I want a different one than that. Yeah. Higher quality. Yeah. Is that? It's purposely done. It depends on the mood and the mood and the moon, you know. But no, <laughs> no, I'm joking. There's, there's a long <laughs> list of failures, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the, yeah. the the blending part is something that you know I really enjoy. Mm. Um, so we're obviously we're using source liquid, um, yeah. and we're trying to you know. Do, do things with it because other people have the same liquid so we're finishing it differently sometimes you know um different others um so the clan color range at the moment from seven years up is all different limited expressions and different finishes okay mm -hmm. whereas the Ush brand is a consistent it's a three to five year old blend and the Ush, and that will be consistent and will be the same that's the blend but all the liquid eventually will flow from from a Hasker distillery. All you know, all that liquid will flow into these brands eventually. Yeah. Now explain clan color. Explain. The, yeah. the, the well, that, that, that poster behind you is a very famous poster. I have that also framed in my office. If you look <laughs> closely at that bottle, it says clan color. It does. So clan, clan color was a very successful brand in the eighteen hundreds. And it was one thing always for for us, for me, you know, over the last 20, 30 years was to to um, eventually get to a point where we could revive and bring Clan Colour back. And we, you know, successfully did that a couple of years ago. Um, the Clan Colour story is very interesting. I don't know if you're yeah. familiar with it. It's about three brothers, uh, the Colour Brothers, and they ruled and conquered all Ireland and parts of Scotland in the uh, 4th century. So it's going back a bit. The old kingdom of Dalriada or Dalriada. Yeah. I live, um, I'm in Glen Arm. I am in Dalriada as we speak. Oh, yeah. And um, there, there was an, uh, so these were true Gaels. This is before Anglo Saxons, before the Vikings. And they had a kind of a law back then called the Geish law that no, no one could slay or kill a sitting high king of Ireland. But Ush, the eldest brother, this guy, <laughs> that, that's a picture of him. Um, he killed his uncle to become the High King of Ireland. And yeah. the, curse, the, the curse goes that if you do that, you and all your descendants um, would never, ever become High King of, of Ireland again. There's a lot of stuff oh, on it, you know, on it, on Wikipedia and all that. So after three or four years, he was, um, went into exile with his brothers. He lost the throne. Um, he tried to regain it, never did successfully. But all the descendants from those three brothers are part of the clan colour. That's what it means. And a lot of Irish names and Scottish names are part of clan colour. Yeah. Ian McCartney could be part of clan colour. We should look that up. 
you can you don't, you don't, you don't try and deny it if you can't don't <laughs> you can actually get a dna test to see if you're part of clan color in the just justin's descendant from aliens and martians <laughs> <laughs> So basically what you're saying what you're saying is it isn't England's fault. Sorry, sorry, I couldn't resist the, that one. The, the, the curse did come true because no member yeah. of the clan colour ever became the High King of Ireland again. So <laughs> it did come true. But um you should well, look it up. Back to life we brought now. back clan colour yeah. and then you know, Oosh is our, is our young blend, and we named it after Kula Oosh, who was the eldest brother, and he was the High King of Ireland for that short period of time. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good old Irish mythic story. Um, but that, that's the connection then with the poster behind you. For anyone who's not sure, this, this is McAllister's Ballamina. I'm, I'm a Ballamina man, born and bred uh, all the time, and Clan Kula was, was a brand of theirs. Um, yeah, and, and your surname's McAllister. Yeah. Um, are, are you re any relation? Are you relations oh, to these? Guys? We're the we Dublin branch. They were they Dublin were, they, branch. They they were in Tully Glass in Ballymena. They were in Tully Glass out with her uh, Gus McCombs. Yes, I, I know Gus very well. Lovely, uh, one of you, the best guys. If you visit there, we've been there a few times. If you visit there, you'll see, and Gus has a lot of the old McAllister memorabilia on on display. He oh. does. Yeah. I uh, I uh, I I I. I Shall we say pervade some of the stuff that he has in there? I got him yeah. and took it out to him. I know, I know, Gus. I haven't, I haven't seen him since before COVID. Everything, everything seems to be years apart now because yeah, COVID sort of killed everything. Yeah. But I'm, yeah. I must go and see him because he's yeah. one of the. He is an absolutely wonderful fella. Really, really yeah. nice guy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the McAllister Lounge is in Tully Glass House Hotel in Ballymena. And if you're ever, if you're ever going the to the Carvery's Carvery's great. Stuff, the Carvery's fantastic. Food, food. <laughs> It's always interesting. It's always interesting. for Gus. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, he's a, he's a super guy. Um, yeah, um, and good plug for Ballamina. I'm, as I say, Ballamina man three and three. Absolutely. I live in Glenarm now because I've retired to the seaside, shall we say. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's beautiful down here. Um, now, if you, you sent out the samples last week and pretty much everybody raved about pretty much all of them. But there was one in particular <laughs> popped up, mm -hmm. and it's the mystery bottle. Mm -hmm. now, I'm going to have to, 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 to declare that I have no idea what's in this. You, I yeah. have no idea. That's superb. Um, everybody, the whiskey novice, unfortunately, he he couldn't join us last week because he um, that there was a, a family thing, uh, but he sent out to me his tasting notes on it. And he he thought this was gorgeous, and as did everybody else. Can he share give us it with us because we haven't put <laughs> ours together yet? <laughs> well, give us give us a clue. Now, I I think I think very. Tell me if I'm wrong. That it is, it's a minimum of twelve year old. Now, if you don't want to tell us, just no, say no. No problem. I'll tell you. It's a minimum of twelve year old. It's bourbon and PX. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. It, it's 13 years old, so you're very close. Yeah. Get in. Um, yes. There is a sherry finish, but it's Oloroso. Ah, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, Justin, you have to take over. Justin, you have to take over. Close. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. I, I, I would have swore it was PX. It's it's 
beautifully balanced. I mean, that's a really, really good whiskey. Thank you. A really good whiskey. Good. Um, so it's thirteen year old, uh, mm. and and see, whiskey knows he thought it was PX two. So we're mm. Jim, we mm. need to retire. Put center P forty five to Willie Jack. We'll say no, nothing. Um, we'll tell nobody. You're all right. We <laughs> are no, like PX. We have a twenty year old single malt finished with mm. PX. If you want, you know, I'll send you a sample of that. Now, Justin, you bear witness to this. <laughs> oh, no, every, everybody is now. <laughs> well, no, send me as many samples as you like, because, I mean, that's, that's superb quality stuff. When can we expect this? When's this going to be hitting the shelves? Um, it's probably still a couple of months away. Um, as I said, we're just <laughs> we're just going through the the, the the marketing stuff and the tasting notes and all that now, but mm -hmm. um, two to three months. No, well, I, I, I think pretty much everybody I, th I don't want to speak for everybody but i think everybody thought this was this was the, the highlight of the show what price points this going to be um that in euros that'll be around 65 65 to 70 yeah sorry say that again a 60 65 euro 13 year old whiskey yeah. given it irish whiskey of that quality for 65 euro Six five to seven. We don't control the end price, but that's what we'd recommend. <laughs> and as, as, right, there's a couple of other things I need to just clarify here. This isn't going to be like a single batch, two hundred bottles of this. This is on general release. You're going to have that this going forward. Well, obviously it's done in batches, um, but it will be a stable kind of finish in the plant color range. But it will be done in batches, so. Like this batch, when it's sold out, it's sold out, but there'll be another one then next year. But it'll always be a 13-year-old done like this. So. Right, there has to be, right now, I, I understand, I, I, no, I don't buy, but Irish whiskey at 13 years of age is a certain price. And mo most people aren't putting out quality stuff like that at that mm -hmm. price. They're, how are you doing that? How are you, how are you doing that? I don't, I don't, I don't need to know your, yeah. your secrets, but selling our that, soul, that's what we're, how we're doing it. <laughs> we're building a distillery. <laughs> we, have that, to, we have to sell the stock as well. Um, is that a blend? It is a blend. It's, 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 uh, it's 95% grain, 5% malt. Um, so that's, that's the answer to your question, probably. It's very, very distinctive. Very distinctive. That's 95% grain. Yeah. Um, forty-six. I, I am actually shocked by that. That I, I, I didn't expect that. That I'm, I'm sort of a bit lost, <laughs> lost with that because that that is fabulous. And for someone to tell me that that's pretty much uh, a single ninety-five percent green whiskey <laughs> is that's a testament to how good that really is. Um, honestly, that. Tastes like if you if you'd have told me that was a, a, a fifteen year old single malt, I'd have said yeah, fair enough. That's how good that is. Um, well, well done. <laughs> um, yeah, but the malt the malt part is quite old. It's, it's older than thirteen, so that that helps. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I put like this. Jim's as Jim's as shocked as I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, I can understand. I, I knew there was something. Whenever you say that that's coming out at sixty euro a bottle, um, there has to there had to be something. That is, I'll tell you, everybody watching this show now, 
get yourselves a bottle of that. I promise you now, you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. Um, that's super. And, and well done. Thanks, Ryan. I have to, I have to, I have to do the standard whiskey pose. This is the, the whiskey pose that lots of people do. <laughs> that, that's that's a superb drink. Superb drink. But you liked um, the others as well, didn't you? Oh, that, that, the others. Are, I, I did a whiskey tasting in the Ghost on in Balamina. Uh, a few weeks ago when we did this as a as the the, the seven year old, uh, people loved it. I mean, yeah. they really did, and it was it was a great night. Uh, it was all, all Balamina guys, and I told them sort of the history of McAllisters and 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 so on, and uh, they loved it. Uh, they they thought it was superb. They, That's good. Yeah, the seven year old was was a real hit. Yeah. Um, and and the thing about it is, there's more and more people discovering different aspects to all of this mm. and if they can make any sort of connection with it it's normally something that they can hang their hat on yeah especially if something that belongs to them and that's one of the things whiskey does that very very few things other things can okay champagne i don't know if the people of champagne in france do they ever hang their hat and say this this belongs to us kind of thing yeah i don't know i think it's such an international product russian vodka Oh, are we allowed to? I don't know whether I'm allowed. Am I allowed? No. Zuckerberg, am I allowed to mention Russia in case we get lanickered? No. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. But I mean, whenever it's whiskey, people have a real sort of attraction and affinity and, and a love for, for that sort of sense of place. And whenever they can hang their hat on it, 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 it went down really, really well in Palomina. It really did. Good. That's good to hear. Because uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes when we're, I mean, we do. Um, all the whiskey and the gin to our taste you know if we like it that's the standard we go you know if this is nice to us if we could imagine spending the money on it or whatever th that then that's okay with us so when when it goes out there to other people and they say yeah that's nice it kind of validates that we're okay you know we're doing a, a decent enough job so <coughs> it's always lovely to hear that other people like what we, we like yeah that 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 one there, that that'll blow people's socks off. Ninety five percent green, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. That's honestly wow. Um, tell me this: a couple of people asking here, is there a distributor in the UK up in Northern Ireland? Do you have one? Yeah, um, we're 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 always looking for good distributors. So, um, <laughs> if there's anyone out there who wants to help us, that'd be good. Um, yeah. Um, talks where, yeah, people. there's a, there's nothing definite yet um, in the north. You can get it online, of course, um, ship there. We can ship it there. But um, um, hopefully soon, hopefully soon. Yeah. Give it time. No, because lo loads of these guys love it. I, I tell you, Jim, Jim, the whiskey novice here, he and I both work uh, up in the, the Friend of Han in Belfast. And if if you ever come up, you, you'll, you'll have to get a run in round to see the, the new tasting room. And but Willie, Willie has this vision. He wants Ulster whiskey, Leinster whiskey, oh, that's a cool... Munster whiskey, and Connacht whiskey. Yeah, yeah. The problem is rent pretty much Connacht. <laughs> like, yeah. You guys are addressing this. Yeah. Uh, the distilleries down in Galway, which yeah. uh, is one of the most beautiful. Uh, all of Ireland is beautiful, but Galway's yeah, spectacular. Beautiful. It is spectacular. Um, where exactly is a hash group? It's, um, it's just if you know Ballinasloe, it's just about ten minutes north of Ballinasloe. How far away from Galway town? Go, we're about thirty, 30 minutes. minutes 
from Galway. So we're literally city. off the motorway from Dublin to Galway. For, we're 10 minutes, 10 minutes off, off the motorway. motorway. Ah, if you're on the main Dublin Galway motorway, the M6, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, come off the Ballinus Slow exit and we're just 10 minutes. Yeah. You're 10 minutes yeah. away from Ballinus Slow. Yeah. People, people, people watching this in Canada aren't 100% sure where Ballinus Slow is. Yeah. If they've Galway, they can kind of oh. take it from yeah. Can- Canadians <laughs> would drive from us to Galway without thinking about it, but we wouldn't because it's yeah. too, far, too, too far. Listen, now, guys, are when, you coming up with Belfast Whiskey Week? We are. We are. We were there last Excellent. year, too. Yeah, a couple of people were saying they, they were talk, chatting to you yeah. and were having a really good time. They, want, they were asking to make sure you're coming back. Oh, very good. Yeah, the crack was great. People yeah, were so great, lovely. Yeah, a few days there. When uh, the distillery opens, uh, is there a visitor centre? Can people put their head in and say hello? Yeah. Yeah. More we, the merrier. We have um, a cafe and shop there on the site now, which is Already. all open. Yeah, it's open. People can come and they can, from, from May, we'll be doing tours. So people can come and... and I'll do a tour, get a bite to eat, hopefully buy something. Um, yeah, yeah. Be a good experience. And it like it's an old mill, um, and one part of the mill complex is a four-story building, and it's all it's all um, original buildings and stone. It's protected structure. The whole, so the whole, the whole site was a restoration yeah. project, uh, overseen by the conservation officer here in Galway. So um, did you have to dump, jump through the hoops that Titanic had to jump through, even yeah. though you were bringing back a disused building? Yeah, I felt we, their we, pain we felt, last. We heard the interview last week. And, <laughs> I felt yeah, their pain, um, yeah. We could definitely exchange notes on that. But well, we're nearly there. We're nearly So we there. basically built a building in a building. So the old walls and structure are still all there, the beautiful stonework. We weren't allowed to touch any of that, which, which was great because it's gorgeous. You wouldn't want to. So then we put the building inside of it. Yeah. So, well, that it, it's it's also um, it was it's over two hundred and fifty years old. It was the main kind of mill for the surrounding East Galway area at the time. It employed a lot of people, but it ran completely sustainable. There's a a mill race or a river that runs down the mill complex, and they had two large water wheels that powered the whole operation. So part of our, our ethos is sustainability and one of our key, key values. Um, so this is a distillery that is going to be an eco distillery. It's We're not burning anything on site to power our process. We're, we're taking in renewable electricity. We're generating 30% on site ourselves between hydro and, and solar power. And Excellent. The rest is bought in wind power. So it, Excellent. That's, and the first... Oosh, this brand, Oosh, is all about sustainability. That's 100% recycled glass. All the, the labels, it's all recycled paper. Even the wooden stopper and cork is obviously a sustainable material. Um, the, the, seam, the seal at the top is not plastic. That's a vegetable bio-base, a vegetable um, cellulose, so that biodegrades quite quickly. But the first liquid from a hasker will flow into this brand. And that will be like um, zero emission from an energy perspective uh, liquid. So... Congratulations! Well done, well done. You know, the, uh, uh, everything you, you say about the whole brand, the whole everything you're trying to do, the, the liquid is superb that you're doing now. Um, absolutely fantastic. You know, fantastic and congratulations. Ah, come and visit well to show you around. Yeah. Oh no, don't worry. I'll, I'll come down and I'll even bring Justin. Good. Oh, there's a cafe. I'll definitely come. Oh, wait. If, there's ca- <laughs> if there's a cafe, Justin will be there. Don't worry about that. Good on no, you. Um, we'll look after you. Oh no, we'll have to get down and run and we'll do we'll, we'll get video and round and who knows, we might even run a wee 
tour bus down and bring bring some of the the guys down with oh, us. You never great. you never know. That would be you lovely. We'll look at um, you. So the distillery, with rough date of opening for tours. May. End of May, yeah. End of May. Yeah. The stills are going to be up and running. Hopefully, Hopefully April next, year, next month. That's next <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah um, nearly there. Nearly there. Yeah. Well, whenever, whenever the first liquid flows through, get a video, get oh, something, and let us yeah. see it and send it up to us because yeah. the, the you know it's a big deal. Whatever that clear liquid goes running down, yeah, uh, down through the spirit sea for the first time, and I know you guys will be. Yeah, I mean, such a long journey for all the way from Hong Kong. Yeah, to, to, to go away. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's it's a hell of a story. Yeah. Um, Are you just going to have like, a rest once you get going then, or or is the hard work begin now? Uh, a rest? What's the rest? <laughs> what's, what's, what does that mean? <laughs> no, we, our goal after this is to get this in everyone's hands yeah. around the world. So that's going to be fun. Well, I, that's going to be fun. Yeah. But, you know that that that's the part that we actually enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be a long time dead, so we might as well keep going now. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I do love that saying. Yeah. I love that saying. You're a long time dead. You know, may as well make the most of it yeah, now. You know? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think I'll probably get down before Belfast Whiskey Week, but I'll be there for Belfast Whiskey Week. Oh, and well, I'll let's catch up with you guys. And any, any of the guys, anybody watching tonight, I promise you now, that if you weren't lucky enough to get sent a sample of this, um, the mystery uh, bottle that'll blow your socks off. Um, that will genuinely blow your socks off. How good that is! Um, I, I'm totally, I am confused, confuddled, and uh, dumbfounded by ninety-five uh, percent green. But in a good uh, way. Oh, absolutely! I don't I, put it like this. I thought to myself when you said that. Oh my good God, I know nothing. And then Jim came on and he said basically the same thing. So I thought, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> if Justin had said if Justin had come out with it, I wouldn't really have cared that much. <laughs> <laughs> he would have said it was I was guessing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, no, uh, guys, honestly, uh, you have a great range of products. You have a really, really lovely um design in the front of the bottles. That that lovely clean white, mm-hmm. beautiful bird thing that you know, the nice, nice um, lettering and so yeah. on and so forth. Uh, I mean, what can go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Well, fingers crossed, let's not jinx it now. Yeah. Well, well quick question. Yeah. The stills. Yeah. Um, you have a, quite an unusual um, shape still. You have a, you have a, explain the, the, the still set up here. Oh, well, that, that, okay. So what you're probably referring to in the background is the gin still. So that's in the background there. That's a thousand-liter yeah, gin still. What? Okay. Yeah. The front still is our spirit. So that's our smallest still. That's yeah, and a half thousand liters. But before that, there's two other stills. There's the wash still and the intermediate still, which I don't think you have a picture of. Um, they're seven and a half thousand liters each. So, what's what's going to be your output in a year? Um, um and, and in terms of LPA. Roughly, uh, on 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 like days, five days, we'll be doing about half a million LPA. But we hope within, wow. within the next three years to get that to a million, mm. a million plus. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, somebody's just asked, what's the mystery whiskey going to be called? Clan Cola. Thirteen. 
<laughs> go with 13. There you go. It's a 13 um, year old, and it'll, yeah, it'll have it's a blend, so it'll have that it'd be on the same as the like it'd be labeled like the 11 year old, just with the but with 13 and, and other things on it, but it's the exact same look to, to as the 11 year old, yeah. Um, uh, I'm uh, that blue, that I'm drinking it now, and honestly, that's that's superb. That's that's just I'm going to start raising the price. Yeah. There, no, whoa, 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 and we'll come down, but do take a video of the, the spirit running through the stalls, Please. guys. It's been an absolute pleasure talking Thanks to you, so much and for more power to you. And congratulations on Thank all you've done. Thank you. And, uh, you guys take care, and you're doing a great job. Thoroughly enjoyed the show. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mind so, yourself. Take care. Take care. Bye. Take care. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Should we call it a night tonight, Marty? Shall we? Bye bye, everybody. Same time, same place next week. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitch, Telegram, and Twitter. Catch you again soon. Bye. Bye.